before we get started, if you've been missing our Friday mini shows, they now live over on Patreon, patreon.com slash not without my sister, where for $5 a month, you can get a weekly exclusive bonus episode, as well as you'll get this very episode, your regular Tuesday episodes early and ad free. And then there's other random little treats that we're cooking up. Hello, and welcome to Not Without My Sister, where today we, two sisters from Ireland, Rosemary and Beatrice McCabe. I'm Rosemary. I'm Beatrice. Oh, she's very happy. We're going to be talking about her favourite topic to give out to me about on the podcast. Well, her second favourite next to Wedge's eye contact. I don't think those things are, have anything in common. Except for you give out to me about them all the time. I don't give out to you about them. One, I call out your unerring love for <laughs> Wedge's. That's just a statement. I mean, it, Wedge's are very practical. I don't love Wedge's from a visual point of view, but like I do see the practicality. And two is... The eye contact that you're constantly, as you as you relax more and more into your radio broadcasting seat, you forget to look at me. You forget that we're having a conversation. Maybe I don't want to look at you. And you start waving your head around the place and making <laughs> eye contact with the very the, far the wall, distance. The ether, the guitars. Yeah, just like basically at a spot in the middle distance. And that's when your grammar becomes more highfalutin. You, then you always start quoting some radical feminist. Sorry, uh, you cannot accuse me of having canon of literature by using the term highfalutin i can yeah that's so, a very highfalutin term from some feminist canon that you have got some good quotes from that's where you got and and so i was like just i like you to keep looking at me because it keeps it real keeps me grounded because you just keep making faces rolling your eyes what i'm saying no i don't it's like you remember that we're having a conversation because if we were having a conversation and not making a podcast we'd just be look we'd be staring into each other's eyes staring or would we which is the question that is actually the question So the reason this came up is because last week or three before, I think I was telling you about a guy I went on two or three dates with. I can't remember. Very nice. Very cute. Very quiet, which is also my type. Quite vanilla, I would say. You know, just quite really nice. Like just a really nice guy. Possible or roundable, I'd say, with your type. <laughs> I, I mean, may, I, I didn't get far enough to know how possible or roundable, but I probably could have taken a good guess. <laughs> but we went on, yeah, two or three dates. And I remember after the first date being like, I think he offered to walk me home because we'd gone for a drink in a pub on, oh my God, why can I not remember the name of the street that I used to live live beside? Oh my God, can't remember. Anyway, we, we went for a drink at this really nice kind of microbrewery pub that used to do like cool, you know, like really nice food and cool beers and stuff. And I was like, I think it was a first date. So I was like drinking a beer. I used to do that on first dates just to impress. I drink beer sometimes, a cool girl. Anyway. So we'd gone for drinks in this pub. And I remember at the end of the, at the end of our time together or whatever, he was like, oh, I'll walk you home because I was living just off Parnell Street, just like kind of five minutes around the corner. And I was like, oh yeah, great, thank you. And I remember thinking like, he's just being polite. He has no interest in me because for the entire date, I'd say he'd looked me in the eyes twice. And like, I'd say he'd looked me in the eyes twice and maybe, you know, very fleetingly twice and I was just like he's just not into me like he took one look at me and then was like I'd rather look at this wall over here do you know what I mean and when, you know we've been having a nice chat walked home and he absolutely out of nowhere lobbed the gob on me and I remember I've never been so surprised because usually, usually when I went on dates he'd have a kind of a good gauge of 
Yeah, like we're getting on and we fancy each other and he fancies me and I fancy Rosemary, him. Rosemary, I have to say, I don't think any story we have told in the past would back up that hypothesis. Well, I think on it a is, first date. No, I think it is quite clear that we have no clue and that even when he is blatantly telling us he is not interested, we are convinced he is. Okay, fine. So... Well, 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 like, it's less common for me to be surprised by someone's interest. Say. Okay, well, I'm also like, of course he was interested. Nobody would offer to walk you all the way home well, if they weren't about to love the guy. It, it doesn't matter. People will literally be, be, be like, listen, it's on my way, but I've got to go make a stop over here. I've got to go by my friend's house. I've got to tie my shoelace. Yeah, whatever. Tie my shoelace. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of just thought that, like, I think he was from the country and I was like, he's just really polite. You know what I mean? You're from the country. Yeah, no, I know, and I'm really polite. Okay, yeah, you're right. You know what's funny as well? So you won't know this, but there is a shop in Stony Batter called Maureen's, which I think is actually closing down, right? And it's owned by this woman who is known in Stony Batter for being... Let me think of some examples. Somebody came into her, like a friend of a friend of mine went into her during one of the big storms to buy some bread. And she said no, because he wasn't a regular. She hadn't seen him in there before. And he was like, I was literally here last week. And she was like, no, no, it's for regulars only. I went into her one day and I was carrying a little bag and she started giving out to me for shopping in like other shops. Now she has, she owns the tiniest little shop. You know what I mean? So there's like 10 million things you can't get in her shop. You'd come in and she'd kind of like shout at you or she'd go like, haven't seen you in a while. You know, this really like, oh, oh, hi Maureen. Like she's, she's kind of scary, but also kind of hilarious and has become this kind of stony batter institution. And I went into her shop one day and I remember I was buying something. Oh my God, I had the audacity one time to bring back a, a pint of cream because it was it was out of date. And she was literally like, what do you expect? <laughs> like, what do you expect me to do about it? But anyway, this this one time I went in and I was chatting to her and she went, are you a guard? <laughs> and I was like, what? And she goes, are you a guard? And I was like, no. Um, and she goes, are you sure? And I was like, no, no, I'm not a guard. She a goes, guard? you very good eye contact. They teach that in Templemore, you know. And I was like, I'm just afraid to stop looking. I'm just afraid to look away. Like I was like, is this a true story? Do they yeah. do they teach that? Oh, I've 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 no idea. I mean, probably don't take your eye off the suspect's eyeballs. I don't know because I, I mean I think apparently like that it's your eye contact or your eye direction or whatever is indicative apparently of what you're planning to do next. If you know what I mean, that people tend to, if they're planning to make an escape, they look at the door. If they're planning to. I mean, it makes sense. You're looking like, how far away is that, right? Well, that makes sense because actually back to dating, I used to, like whenever I decided I wanted to kiss someone, I'd start staring at their lips. Because so I'd be like, this'll do it now. This'll send the message. Well, also mm. when you when people talk, you do look at their lips. Uh, so that means you're paying no, attention. I look at their eyes. No, one does is what I'm saying. Oh, right. But I am the exception. You being the I'm exception, do not. But in well, general, I in Temple more to look at people's eyes. Well, that's why it was very hard when we all wore masks because initially you couldn't. Oh, yeah. that's, that was why people couldn't really understand, understand because yeah. we we do a lot more lip reading than we are aware of. Like you combine it with sound, and yeah. and it's a whole experience. You know. Yeah. Oh, you're actually hilarious. No, I maintain eye contact. <laughs> no, you actually don't. I definitely do. I'm telling you, I learned it in Temple more. Imagine, imagine if I'd thought I'd Anyway, I love the fact that was not actually this the kicking off point for this episode. That was an example of a that was an example of eye contact that you were telling me out by the pool the other day when we start, talked about doing this episode. The reason we said we would do this episode you were is, reading this book. Well, I was reading a book, but it had nothing to do with this. Was a friend of mine started a new job. Oh yes. Yes. And uh, yeah. and she kept saying to me, she she was going around meeting all her new like colleagues, and she would say Oh, he seemed very nice, blah, blah, doesn't make great eye contact. Or this one seems really nice, makes great eye contact. I was like, this is a weird 
filter like that I do not have for meeting people. And she men- mentioned it for every single person she met, you know, or like she, she said to me about two people, did you notice, do they not make eye contact? Is that normal? And I'm like, I literally have never in my life noticed this. Yeah. So it made me wonder, but I, also the fact that she put such weight on, into it and ascribed such like suspicious behavior to these non-eye contact makers. Oh, that it's almost like she has the non-eye contact makers in the hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, she she definitely has it on her like on her Excel spreadsheet. That went that gave her that was a, a negative check mark against them. Oh, you know what else is what else what else is really interesting? Brandon met somebody. Who did he meet? Like somebody knew in the gym last week or something, or at some outing. And afterwards, he was like, "Yeah, they seemed really nice, but they kept their sunglasses on the whole time, so I couldn't tell." And I was like, "What? What do you mean? Like, did they seem nice or did they not seem nice?" He was like, well, "I always just think it's really weird when people keep their sunglasses on, so I couldn't see their eyes." Yeah. Maybe maybe behind their eyes they were like Jordy from Star Trek. Is that his name? Is he the one who had the like strip of I mean, I don't think he could take his things off. But oh, they were point. welded onto his head. Yeah, I think they were. Wasn't there somebody in X-Men as well who had just I mean, I don't want to say welded. I'm pretty sure that by the time Star <laughs> Trek was supposed to have happened, there was some like great technology happening that just seamlessly seamed it with his face. Oh. Oh. So uncomfortable at bedtime. Can you imagine lying down in the pillow? Well, it'd be fine if you just lie, if you just lay straight on your back, I guess. Or if oh. you had, but the weight of it would press into your by. head. The weight of it no, would press if you into had a Casper cloud pillow, you'd be grand. But the weight of the the maybe in in the future it's super lightweight. <laughs> maybe it's aluminum, like just not. What I'm more saying is anything on your head would, by virtue of gravity. Well, maybe there was no gravity. I think he in could take it book. off at night when he closed his eyes. Oh, though. actually, I think you're right. When he was in one of his cabins, like. <laughs> When he was in his quarters, Beatrice. Yes, his quarters, yeah. When he was in his quarters getting his fake pod food. I think at one point he did take yeah, it off. Yeah, I think he could take it off. And I think I was oh. always really like, oh, it looks weird. <laughs> Put them back on. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get so used to him having this little red strip in his head. God bless him. God bless. God bless. Bless him. Anyway, do you think Do you think you have, you make good eye contact? Well, I'm staring at you right now. What do well, you listen, think? Well, listen, you stare at me nonstop when we're doing the podcast, you'll don't look away. Do but I in general. I make good eye contact? Um... Where do you look when you're speaking to a group? You know, if you're like giving a presentation or you're even in a meeting, like, do you try to look at people individually or do you just pick a point? Or No, I try to look at people individually. Oh, do you? Yeah, I try to pick, I try to always be talking to somebody. Hmm. I used to try and pick a point. Well, if I was talking to a bigger, like when I was speaking at Wembley Arena, no, if I was like talking to a bigger crowd, like, you know, if I, was, if I was speaking at something like blogger conference or something, I would try to find a point kind of at the back in the middle not too high not too low so I didn't look like I was like looking off into space but so that I also wasn't because you'd get very distracted staring at one person I, I stare at I like I look at lots of different people is what I'm saying I move from person to person looking at them I look at the people who are smiling at me or looking encouraging and I talk to them oh what about the people who aren't I try to ignore them and block them from my mind do you ever imagine people naked no I, I feel like that's a lot of work to be remembering what I'm trying to talk about and imagine people like I don't have I, in order to stand up in front of people and talk about something I have to be very focused on what I'm talking about yeah you know what I mean I don't have the ability to also think about what if these guys were naked like I feel like I would just be be kind of like oh sorry what was I saying <laughs> but um do I think I have good eye contact um I don't know who knows? I do think I'm incredibly bad at lying. And then, then I become very aware of eye contact. Well, when I'm telling a lie or when I'm telling a, a mistruth or when I'm trying to convey something that is very serious and important, I find myself, 
I find myself overly staring and my eyes start to really annoy me because I'm like, why can my eyes not relax and be normal? Why am I doing this? Should I still be looking at this person yeah. under normal or you circumstances? Start, like, blinking too fast. Yeah, I'm like under normal circumstances, I guarantee you my eye would have moved on randomly and casually to another like spot in the middle distance. Why is it still staring at this person really awkwardly? And then I feel like I'm being incredibly and creepily intense. And just there, yeah. and then I start thinking I'm being really insincere. Even if I am being sincere, it's hard. Yeah, actually delivering bad news or like, I think that's where, because I think I do have good, I'm like Maureen, Maureen of Maureen's and Sonny Batter was I mean, correct. It, it sounds like she wasn't doling out the compliments. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Although I'm not, I'm not sure she meant it complimentary. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Like I do think in general I have good eye contact, but yeah, if I'm delivering bad news, if I'm, remember like in any workplaces where I'd have to kind of go, you know what, this really wasn't you know, up to par. You or, mean at Zara, in Zara, like, <laughs> you're late. <laughs> <laughs> My eye contact would be crap. Or anytime I've had to break up with somebody or even like say, to, like not had to, but you know, even say to somebody, you know, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. That's when I'm like looking off to the left, looking off to the right, looking down, looking at their shirts. You know I'm I mean? not though. I find myself staring at them. I find myself trying because I'm trying to hold an authentic eye contact. I then am overly staring and my eyeballs start to feel really dry. And I wish that I could stare away. And then also if people get upset, then I'm like, why in my head? I'm like, why are you still staring at them? Like, have the decency to not stare. <laughs> I think if people get upset. I'm definitely not looking at them because I'm just like, oh God. Like, because I'm trying to think, what would I like? You know what I mean? If I was crying, nothing. You'd like them to take like back what they just said and apologize. Of air. Yeah. And say, oh, it's... yeah. I'd like to re- like to rewind, like them yeah. for them to go, no, I'll take it back. I yeah. love you. Let's <laughs> stay together forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, so, sorry, speaking of lies, I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to say, I actually probably, that's not something I should I should work on. I think when I lie, I deliberately try to look casual with my eyes and then my eyes go all shifty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe next time I lie to somebody, but I can't, like you and I, the only way we could lie would be from behind a balaclava. <laughs> and even then our eyes, no, we'd have to be, the, you the eyes, still the, the see my eyes. On, sunglasses, <laughs> reflective polarized lenses and a balaclava. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if the person we were lying to didn't know us at all. But like you, like I can tell you're lying from 10 minutes before you start. You know what I mean? Because you start, you can tell you're like working up to it. And you're like thinking about it and you start getting all like mischievous looking and then your mouth gets really tight. No, no, but a proper, like a serious lie. Like I've those never are, heard you say a those are lie. joke lies, like a what serious, serious lie. lies have you told me? What? What serious no, lies? No, I don't think I've told you any, but I'm saying if I were to have to tell a serious In lie. In what circumstance would you have to tell me a serious lie? Like... Imagine if Brandon left you for somebody else and I didn't want to have to tell you that it was your best friend. It was mom. I didn't want to have to tell you it was mom. And I'd be like, I don't know where he is. He must have, you know, he probably will come back and he probably does love you. And really what I'm thinking is he doesn't love you at all because he's left you for mom, your doppelganger. And he's never coming back. And he's never coming back. that French cuisine being whipped up from every day in the kitchen. Why are you looking at me so creepily now? (laughs) She makes very nice French food. She does make very nice. She does make very nice food. I'm just... I can't imagine Brandon and mom together. Stranger things have happened. You haven't read enough Take a Break magazines. There are a lot of stories about my my husband left me for my mom and that. Take a Break and like Closer, I think, magazines are good for those. I walked in on my mom shagging my husband. Oh <laughs> my God. Insane. Oh. Maybe I walked in on my mom making tea for my husband. Maybe. I walked in on my mom doing my husband's ironing. You don't, I was about to say you don't have an iron. Do you have an iron? Yes, I have an iron. Sorry. I use it on a regular basis. 
<laughs> I don't. Literally, I passed by that shirt that's been hanging up there for about nine months today. I was like, I must iron that. <laughs> Actually, Kevin in the office admired a shirt I was wearing recently and said, it must be. He said, I thought it was either new or you've ironed it because I've never seen it before. It was new, wasn't it? It was brand new. <laughs> <laughs> but ironing's so boring. And I don't to mind get ironing. Out. You know what? You could you could listen to a podcast. I'd be quite happy to iron, except it's the getting out of the ironing thing and then the cat getting in the way and then something falling over and then somebody coming in and one of the kids coming in and burning their hands. Maybe I'll just drop my ironing over to you. You could actually drop your iron over to me because we don't have an iron and your ironing board and then I'll happily do your ironing. I'll do one item a week. Oh. Before we get carried away. Okay. Oh, I'm going to regret this. I'll buy you an iron of your own for your new domestic bliss life. My new life of domestic bliss. I'm trying to think. I think Brandon had good eye contact when we first started seeing each other, but I don't think it's good anymore and that's worrying. What do you mean it's not good anymore? I think he's sick of looking. It never looks at me anymore. Well, nobody looks at anybody anymore because not to sound like an old footy-duddy, but everybody's screens. on their phone the whole time. Yeah. Think about my kids. They never look at me. I mean, yeah, I to- when true. I talked to them, they. Ne- I mean, today I said, look at me. And Nash looked absolutely horrified. I said, look at me. He's like, why? What's wrong? <laughs> I'm like, nothing. I just want you to look at me because we're having a conversation. And he looked baffled. Like, what's old Granny McGraw face? What's she talking about? Yeah, I think, I'm trying to think if I said look at me. Yeah, our kids don't look at me either. The only one who looks at me is Vinny, the dog. I look at you. Oh, yeah, Vinny looks at you with such adoring love. He does, yeah. But then, like, he'll, like, gaze into your eyes and then try to steal sausage right off your plate. He's a treacherous one. Well, okay, who do you know who has exceptionally good eye contact? Have you ever noticed somebody... Have, okay, have you, have you ever noticed somebody having really bad eye contact apart from this guy that you went on a date with who then snogged you outside your house? He didn't, he didn't even wait till we got outside the house. Snogged me up the road. Like, as of someone else's house. Oh. Very weird. Have you ever worked with anybody with particularly bad eye contact, bad or good? I'm sure I have, but I don't think I've ever really noticed because, like, I mean, by the law of averages, right, some people must have bad eye contact, some have good... I like, I definitely remember some who had good. I mean, have you ever worked with people then who've just, have you ever worked with people who've stared at your bosoms? Instead of your eyeballs? No, maybe not, because I suppose your eyes are lined up straight. It might be hard to look at your boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute bitch. No, I don't think I have ever, I just don't think I've ever, maybe when I was much younger. Because I, I don't think I ever really wear or like, not that I'm like, it's the woman's fault for what she's wearing. Ugh. But I don't think I've, I, I ever wear low cut stuff really that much. In your work. life, you mean? No, no. I said maybe when I was younger. Oh, okay. But like in the last two years, five or eight, five or seven or eight years, say like in my early twenties, I probably was fond of a booby top. But I also was possessed of such a confidence. Like when I worked in the Irish Times, I was like, everyone's taking me very seriously. In my head, like were they though? They probably were. No, I remember one time. Oh. I remember actually several times in the lift being asked by older, like longer, like like longer, tenure. longer term, yes, longer tenure staff members if I was interning, and like I would have, like I'd been there for six months at the time. I was like, six no, full no, months. I work in, I work in production. That's very long for me, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in fairness, if they've been there like eighteen years, probably six months was a drop like, in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but actually, there was there was one guy in the Irish Times who was kind of renowned for being, you know, when Irish people say like a character and what, what you actually want to say is like, he's rude, mm-hmm. right? They're like, oh, he's a real character. He basically would not say hello to anybody unless they were like in his department or his mate, basically. And I, after I was there a couple of weeks, just got in my head that I was going to say hello to him every single time I saw him. So I was like, you know what? Fuck him. And every time I saw him, I'd be like, hi, how are you? And he'd look at me like, what? But like, wouldn't answer. 
Or like I'd pass by him in a hall and be like, hiya. Hiya? Hiya. Yeah. Because I was trying to think what's the most annoying way. Why were you determined to be found the most annoying person? Was What well, is this? A path to... Well, he had absolutely nothing to do with me. So he was never really going to influence me. I was just trying to make a point that Sheer like... badness. It's not difficult to say hi to people. Oh. There are various different ways you can do it. I was trying to give trying to lead by example. <laughs> Hiya. Hello. Hey. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. See you later. Yo. Oh, nice to see you. Yo. No, no. Yo is rude in a work what? context. Yo. Hiya. Hiya is fine. Hiya. What about yo, yo? No, no. What about ciao? No, that's pretentious. Do you say ciao to people? I do, probably do in fashion. In Fort Wayne, I absolutely do. I say ciao, ciao, ragazzi, ciao, ciao. Okay, let's get down to work. It's lunchtime. It's 11.15. Let's have lunch. Oh, it is 11.15 at lunchtime, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. But also, we've been at work since about 7.30, so. That's true, too. Up with the hens, up with the Have you ever worked with somebody with, like, incredibly intense or incredibly bad eye contact? Incredibly intense. Um... I mean, sorry, like, sorry to interrupt. I'll just give you some thinking time so you can come up with somebody, right? But obviously, like, from talking about it, it's clear that it's not something that we really hold in, like, super, you know, because, like, I could tell you, I've worked with people who were rude, like, and I could tell you how, like, in what way they've been rude. And I've worked with people who wouldn't say hello to you. And I've worked with people who talk to you like shit. And I've worked with people who were really kind and, and, you know, thoughtful. But I couldn't tell you so much about people's eye contact. So it mustn't be a super important thing that I think about. I'll probably notice it more now after having this conversation. Well, I do remember I worked with one guy and I found him incredibly annoying because every time, every time I would ask something, he would address his answer to a man in the room. Of course. But literally I would say, you know, what time is this meeting happening? And he would say, well, Bob, it's happening at 2 p.m. Like, and he would actually insert name of random man who hadn't asked questions. And look at that man. And look at that man. So then I decided... Was this Mike Pence? No. So then I decided I wasn't having this. And I had a meeting with him. I had a one-on-one meeting, actually a one-on-two meeting. And it was myself and a guy that I worked with. And this other guy, it's like your man, the man man of the hour and my other colleagues. So I had said like, come on, we'll go and have a meeting with this guy. But I did need to meet with him, right? So Uh we sat down and I was like, you know, I'm really trying to get to the bottom of this. And I feel like I haven't, there was something was happening. That's why I kept asking him questions about a specific topic. And he kept addressing, what would you call them? Non-answers to men, right? So he was definitely avoiding answering my questions. So I was convinced that there was something more to be had here and I was going to get to the bottom of it. So I scheduled this meeting. Nancy Drew in the office. I know. Well, it was more like I was going at, this is a valid argument yeah, that yeah, I have yeah. here. And so, also, this is stupid. It's a waste of time. Well, so we were having this meeting and, and I said, listen, you know, I've, I've asked you a couple of different things and <gasps> I've sent you a few emails and can blah, just, blah, blah. Sorry, can I just make a guess? Was he then like, I just, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't process my feelings for you and it's easier for me if I just pretend that I don't see you in the room because your blinding beauty is too distracted. Go on, tell me. That'd be, that'd be like my, this is why I don't write, write romance films. I'm, I'm surprised you crap. don't. You haven't written multiple books at this point. Go on. So yeah, anyway, I said, bitchy. I said, so I've been busy tweeting. Oh my god! So anyway, so I said, I'd like to just you know we'll talk through this with you in detail and blah blah blah. And he just turned to the man who I'd brought to the meeting with me and said, "Well, Sean, let me answer these questions for you." And just proceeded to answer my questions to Sean, and then said, "Gotta go now. My meeting's over." And I was like, "I, I don't. I mean, I was so confused." What he did never Sean once. Say? Well, after he left, Sean started laughing, but I was so enraged I couldn't even enjoy the chuckle. What? But, like, but also, if you brought Sean there with you for this meeting, why couldn't Sean say, "Oh, actually, Mike Beatrice asked that question"? Well, I don't think Sean really cared. I don't think Sean knew all the background. Oh, okay. right. I also think Sean was just like laughing at how enraged I was afterwards. 
But I was so, but it, but in the whole time, I then realized he never once had looked at me and he never once looked at me since. But it's not, this is unfortunately not a case of unrequited love or like crushing passion. This is just absolute weirdness. And I've noticed that he has no ability. And I noticed after that, that he never could look at any of the women in the office, either in the eye. Like, and I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a gender romantic thing. I think it was just more like I, I need to be talking to men because I, I respect men. It was very You don't odd. think it was in any way like an awkwardness thing? Absolutely not. Or a religious thing? Absolutely not. That's so weird. That you literally had a meeting with him to talk about this and he's like, well, Sean. Well, Sean. And he never once looked at me the whole time I talked. The whole time I was waxing lyrical about whatever topic I was so irate about. You should have started slowly unbuttoning your shirt and I bet he would have looked at you then. I guarantee you he wouldn't. Mm. I guarantee you he would not. He was busy, busy making flippy flappy eyes at Sean. Anyway. Didn't so, you say you were reading a book about, about eye contact as well? Did you not mention that? Sorry, no. am I putting you on the spot? Now Body language, maybe? No, I thought you were talking about some book to mention eye contact. It doesn't matter. I'm sure there are loads. Just make one up there. No. Eye contact. No, I don't think so. There were, there were a lot of rules about eye contact actually in both the rules and the game. What were they? Those. Oh, I know these ones from women. Look down. Then don't don't hold his eye eye contact for too long. Break away with a little chuckle and a small. I think I think the one in the rules and a playful smirk. The one in the rules, which is for women, was to hold eye contact with somebody for three seconds, like across the room, then look down and then look away. And I think the one for the game was basically like hold eye contact for two seconds then spit in her face I mean I can't even tell you how many parties like how is that useful how many times have I done that at parties looked at somebody looked away because somebody walked by me looked back and they're gone right like I've literally (laughs) never found that absolute like total babe you know suddenly shoulder to shoulder with yeah, me. Yeah. He's oh, the, he's come over. Yeah, he's made his way through the crowded room. Never. Well, maybe that's because you were disobeying the rules of the rules and you had actually gone over because the whole thing is you no, do not ever go I over said, to a I said, I man. didn't go anywhere. I said, I was standing there. Yeah, but you probably had that look of a woman who would go over to a man. It's <laughs> <laughs> cheek that of me. hoary look. They're probably like, that eye contact says one thing and one thing only. She would come over here. So, oh, ugh, dirt, dirt, dirt on the sole of my shoe. So move before she gets here. Yeah, exactly. Hide. But like three seconds is also, and like, I remember trying to do this a couple of times in bars in Dublin. Just be absolutely scarlet. Somebody be looking back at you going, what? Okay, I'm looking at you now for three seconds. Hold on. One. Two. This is probably actually making me feel really awkward. I'm trying to drink my drink, talk to my mates. Why is that girl staring at me? She's three seconds a weird, is not long at all. No, you're also doing a weird, like you were doing a weird snake movement with your shoulders there. I was not. <laughs> I do it again. Okay, hold on. completely still. Okay, hold on. I'm just here chatting with my mates. We're just having a drink. Oh yeah, let's football, football. Two. You're doing it again. You're literally moving. You're like one, two. I'm trying to do a weird, like sexy. I'm trying not. I'm trying to count to three. Sofia Vergara. Okay, okay. Let me go again. Let me go again. Hold on. One more time. One more time. Hang on, hang on. Just don't try to look sexy. I won't. I won't. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay, hold on. You do the counting then. Okay. One. I'm just chatting about football and standing with the lads. Two. We're having a great time. I was trying to look casual like I'm chatting. I'd never be eyeing up Joe Elliott. 
Isn't Joe Elliott the guy in the ballet movie? <gasps> no, Joe Elliott from Def Leppard. Oh, fuck off. I was actually You're... thinking about that the other day when I got the fringe. I was no, like, I'm even more hair. like Joe it's Elliott. It's the voice and then the, the leopard <laughs> top that you're wearing. And, and the hair. And the whole... Act. No, the hair is nicely tucked back under the earphones. <laughs> oh, God. You're such an absolute idiot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so were you finding my eye contact to be... <laughs> finding it way it was two seconds Magnetic. too long let me tell you the, the first second was terrifying enough and then as you began to like I, I did you were like, like a snake you were like a snake coming out of the snake charmer's tub you know one of those things <laughs> the, the urn or whatever the snake comes out of the pot you know why do other people why do snakes come out of urns but I come out of a tub <laughs> that's a question to mull over in For bed later birthday, on she jumped out of a tub how nice. Say Brandon would actually love that for his birthday. She jumped out of a tub of coleslaw. Oh, oh God, that's his very dream. Midwestern. That is very Midwestern. Or potato, potato salad. Potato salad. Potato salad, <laughs> yeah. We had some Amish potato salad for lunch today. With lots Father's of onion. You'd, jump, you'd be wiping the onion off your underarm for the next week. <laughs> okay, so um, anyway, back to... So so did you ever do this? Did you ever stare at people? I definitely, I, I definitely stared at people. Definitely did. Never, and? never to any avail. The oh. only thing that ever worked for me, I'm telling you, was staring at people's lips. And that was only when we were already on a date, possibly had already kissed, and we're chatting to each other at a very loud bar, which necessitated our heads being approximately two inches apart. And then I'd be like, I'm bored of what you're saying. I'm going to look at your lips and hope you, hopefully you'll snog me. That worked. Okay, that seems like that had absolutely nothing to do with the snogging. Like it was already a pretty sure thing. Yeah, but it was just the symbol of like, okay, I'm done, done talking now. You can shut up. Kiss me. Look, your shoulders just did that thing. Yeah, well, you have me in the mood now for a bit of a shimmy. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Hashtag influenced. Okay, so what should you do, though, if somebody, like, won't make eye contact with you, whether it be in a bar and you're trying to stare at them with your... You've just jumped out of a tub and you want to chat to them. <laughs> or well, if you're in the office and you're trying to make eye contact with somebody and you're having a serious work talk and they refuse to look at you or address you. God, I actually have no idea because, like... In theory, I would say, you know, that's something worth addressing with them. And, you know, especially if it's somebody, I mean, I suppose it's different if it's somebody who's on the same level as you or to whom you report. But if it's somebody who reports to you, I think it could be really helpful from a kind of a mentorship point of view to go, look, I noticed this thing. And I think it's something that would be worth working on because it it definitely makes people feel like you're not paying attention to them or you're not taking them seriously. Do you know what I mean? I know, it seems a bit personal. I mean, it all seems like something that people can't necessarily control. So you might be stepping on. I think you could definitely practice. Mm, okay, as a potential law enforcer, what would you recommend to people as being good tips to maintain that strong eye contact that you know you have? God, I don't know. Only surround yourself by people you're really with people you're really interested in. Maybe that person just wasn't interested in you in the office. I mean, it's it's definitely possible. <laughs> it's definitely possible. But also, I would say if you're if you're on a date and somebody isn't making any eye contact, like all of the rules on the game and everything is like if they're not making eye contact, they're not interested. But that guy wanted to snog me down Parnell Street, so they could be interested. So D- don't give up hope. So. Even if you think that this is not, something is not about to happen, offer, volunteer to present yourself down a dark corridor, <laughs> dark alleyway. No, Beatrice. That's literally what you That's did. Dangerous. No, That's no, literally no. what you did. We weren't down a dark alleyway. We were just You walk- said, would you like to accompany me down this dark alleyway? No, I didn't. I said, I, no, no. He said, do you want me to walk you home? And I said, yeah, great. Do you know what? Do you what? know what maybe happened? What? Maybe you walked home and then... He, th- he turned around. He thought you'd gone into the house. He turned back around. He hadn't even looked at you all night. <laughs> Suddenly he was like, who's this one I going to get the leg over? <laughs> oh, she looks different. Yeah. Stare at someone's lips. Not not in the workplace, but on a date like. For how long? Am I allowed to do three seconds? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go. You can't. Okay. 
Oh, sorry, I'm staring at your lips now. It's very uh, distracting. I'm staring at your no, lips. No, no, but you have to be really close. It has to be like, it only works I feel a, very close to you. Okay, you're being creepy. You're my sister. It'd be gross. It only works if you're, you're making the weirdest <laughs> face. Honestly, your eyeballs have just got like 10 times bigger than a bit pop out of your head. It only works. Because I never noticed how beautiful your lips were. Oh, shut They're up. absolutely it's gorgeous. Like, like tiny little cat's arses. <laughs> One cat's arse. It only works if you're in a pub where the music is so loud that you have to be very close together to hear each other. Then you can stare at their lips, but you have to be close enough. Like, because it's not, you're looking really weird. Make me feel really uncomfortable across the table. Well, how could this be making you feel uncomfortable? It doesn't, it's just you're doing this really intense stare and it's not even clear to me that you're staring at my lips. Stop looking at me. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) You've stopped blinking entirely. Keep blinking. That's actually my top tip for all Actually, contact. that's a really good Keep one. Yeah. Blinking. Blink Not normally. Fast, blink normally. Try to blink normally. Yeah. What about when you're lying? What about when you're giving somebody bad news? What about when you're giving somebody bad news? What is what is better? Like if you're receiving bad news, if you're the recipient of my bad news, do you actually even want like maybe don't look at me? How about that? Like yeah. maybe don't look at me. I don't want to see your stupid smug face while you give me bad news because What kind of bad news are we talking about? Any kind of bad news. Not would, like I not like to not receive... like tragic family yeah, yeah, news. Yeah, not tragic. Like, yeah. Bad work news or like, or like, hey, those trousers actually don't fit you. That, you know, some of the bad news you give me sometimes that like should actually be obvious and shouldn't be news that needs to be delivered by somebody else. I should be able to see it myself. (laughs) To be honest, most bad news I would prefer to receive in text form or email. Oh, I just don't because I also, I get so like if I'm frustrated or if I'm angry or or if I disagree with somebody's criticism or whatever it is, I get really upset. So basically in any feedback upsets you. Yes. So basically, don't look at me, don't make eye contact, stay outside the door. Yeah. Pass a note under the door that says like, you're fired, you're dumped, whatever it is. Oh my God. When you get home tonight, are you going to be surprised if there's a ton of emails waiting for you from me? <laughs> well, I was actually saying, I don't think it would work with us because if I text you and was like, hey, I didn't want to say this to you in person, but that dress you were wearing is actually really unflattering, right? I would be raging. You would be in such a rage. You'd be like, what the fuck? Are you joking? Like, why are you telling me this right now? So that wouldn't go down well. No, actually, tell me the bad news first. Don't bother. Don't don't beat around the bush. Don't waste any. Don't waste any time. Do not send me an email or a text. I'm you telling just want to know in person straight away. Yeah, I don't. Just don't tell me in front of a ton of people. Yeah. And just tell me. And you know what? Don't bother looking at me because I don't want to see pity in your <laughs> eyes, actually, either. So look at an angle away from me. Look sorry. Look apologetic. Look down. Look downcast. And okay. then give me the bad news. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if you're being fired... Do you want to know that in person? Do you want to be told that in person or do you want to be told that by email? By or on, email? Or on the phone? Yeah, by over the phone? So I want to be want told in that person. in person so that if it's if it's unwarranted, I can throw a massive fit. Do you want them to look at you while they tell you? Or do you... Just wondering. Just, you know what? I, I, I actually don't want to get fired. So how, how about... I'm <laughs> okay. not going to throw a massive fit. Okay. If you're getting dumped... I mean, so like not by Don, right? Because that's kind of... You're married and you have four no, kids. No, I was so thinking about by Don. Conversation. I was like... I was like, let's think let's about a casual him. dumping. Let, let's let him. I dare Don to dump me. How about that? <laughs> dare Don to attempt to dump yeah. me by text because my phone will be off. <laughs> my phone will be <laughs> off or dead or both. <laughs> I think like in a casual dumping scenario, and I know like there's people, no such thing as casual dumping. Well, if you're casually dating somebody, you can nobody. Casually... It's not. It's never casual for the dumpy. Okay, no. But like, what I mean is, you, you're like, you know, this kind of thing that like oh, I don't want to be brave dumped and by do phone. it in person. Yeah, you should. I don't. I don't want to be dumped in person. What? If you if dumped somebody, me, if sorry, if we have gone on six dates or less, yeah. you can absolutely text me, text me and dump me. Yeah. Are you joking? No. Right. me how? Then you don't get to have the Beatrice six dates. Do you know what? Actually, we've probably kissed twice. No, he de- twice. He Rosemary, you. We haven't. Si- had- ah, what? 
<laughs> you know what? Quite honestly, you know what? I actually, you know, this is good advice. It's unfortunate that my ex-boyfriends didn't know to dump me by text because they actually could have saved me tons of public mortification where That's I like basically thinking. threw myself on my you knees. Prostrated yourself yeah, in front of them. Grabbed the hem of their pants and dragged myself <laughs> along behind them crying and sobbing. And then surprisingly did not find myself reunited with them afterwards. This was not an attractive move. And I really wish that that guy who had dumped me and then I had called him 27 times that night and like begged him not to dump me and told him like we could still have a great time. I really wish that he had dumped me via text, changed his number or and dumped, moved. Or dumped his phone. Yeah, actually just texted me and then thrown his phone in the Liffey. That would have been very helpful for me. That would have been a, a, a charity of, of his, but he didn't. So I would like to know, you know what? If you're somebody who knows that you're bad at eye contact... I'd like to know, I'd like to hear from you. Like, Do you know what, Rosemary? Maybe whoever's bad at eye contact, this isn't something that they like are happy to share and want to oh, talk about. no, no, I know, but I just, I suppose, So insensitive. Oh. You know what? If this is a problem for you, I want to know no, all about but, it. But see, maybe it's not a problem. Maybe some people are like, I'm you saying, know what? what if it is? not great at eye contact. What if it is though? Okay. Maybe it is. I, I hope if it is, you have not been hurt in any way by this, by this podcast. Yeah, and we'll that's leave true. Some, some resources for you to contact in the show notes. Will we, me. Contact Beatrice. Contact me. <laughs> Via text or email and yeah. don't expect a response for at least a week. <laughs> no, but I mean, I would like to know, especially if there's somebody who's been told in a workplace environment or something. Like, I just find it interesting. Like, I would love to know how that conversation. That's true. Once I had to tell somebody in the workplace that they had really bad BO. Oh my God, did you? Yeah, I had to, for her own sake. And what happened? She was absolutely raging. But raging? She was, yeah. She was, was she not mortified? No, she was absolutely raging. But she had, I'm not even joking, the worst smell and I don't even know if it was body odor oh the worst smell like I've ever right smelled now. in my entire life no 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 people were coming up to me and complaining about her like people oh, in other departments poor her yeah do you think she knew like do you think she didn't know I don't know because when I told her she acted shocked and offended but then afterwards just was so angry with me she hated me then forever afterwards so like I mean maybe I didn't handle but it very well but did it improve well. no oh god poor her uh, poor me I mean poor her Maybe she had a problem. Yeah, poor. That's awful. Well, I don't think she did herself. She had an attitude problem anyway. But she was not a, the cleanest person. Oh, right. Okay. It was that kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah. I had a friend like that in college who had very bad BO. And then like when he had his weekly shower, we'd all be like, oh, thank God he's having his weekly shower. And then he'd come down in the same clothes. We'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> like He got so close. But no. God bless. Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. You can email us, notwithoutmysister.com and get us on Instagram at notwithoutmysister and individually at Beatrice McCabe and at Rosemary McCabe. And if you would like to support us and support the podcast, our production team, you can sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash notwithoutmysister where each and every Friday you will get a super special extra bonus episode for your $5 a month. And we would really appreciate if you consider giving us your support and you can unsubscribe anytime. Yeah, we tried to do mini-sodes, but we can't stop talking. So they're all actual <laughs> normal length episodes. The last one was 60 minutes. Yeah. Our producer was enraged. Oh, in. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie.